Well, hello and welcome to In The Growth Space. This is the show for business owners and leaders who have a thirst for growth. Thanks so much for listening in. Now, if this is your first time listening, welcome. This podcast is all about growth. Business growth, team growth, personal growth, all aspects of growth. And if you have been listening in for any time, you've probably heard me talk on this podcast about the Emerging Leader Inner Circle. And for me, this has been one of the pieces of my work that not only fulfills me, but really fulfills the mission of my company, Impact Leadership Consulting. We're on a mission to optimize organizational health, specifically helping a thousand companies by 2030 because everyone deserves to work in an environment where they can contribute, be challenged, and fulfilled. We create cohesive leadership teams, growing leaders, and robust top and bottom line growth. But financial growth isn't the only factor in success. The fulfillment of the people within these companies and having a work-life integration and harmony that works for them is our real measure of success. And so that's why on today's show, I wanted to bring you a conversation with one of the members of the Emerging Leader Inner Circle. He's an impressive young leader who has a hunger for growth. And as you're going to hear, he's already had some challenges thrown his way. And as the saying goes, good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger the wind, the stronger the trees. And that's especially true with today's guest. So today's guest is Andy Matheny. Andy is a 27-year-old operations project manager based in Mr. Rogers' original neighborhood of Latrobe, Pennsylvania. He earned his Bachelor of Science in Management from the University of Pittsburgh at Greensburg in 2017. And he's worked for IDL, a globally recognized name in retail graphics, since May of 2018. In January 2018, he received a life-changing diagnosis that would forever change his perspective on life. And since then, he's embraced life with a new emphasis on growth, self-care, and relationship building. He shares his story, and like many of our guests, it's the unlikely start of his growth journey and what he's learned along the way. Now, I'll be back at the end of our conversation to share some of my highlights. So let's hear from Andy Matheny now. Thanks, Dave. Happy to be here. You know, um, it has been really fantastic to have you in the Emerging Leader Inner Circle. And because of that, I know a little bit about your journey. And I know that you've had, let's call it an enormous opportunity for growth over the last few years. And it's really why I wanted to have you on uh, the podcast and just to be able to share a little bit about your story and uh, some of the lessons that you've learned. So how did your growth journey begin? Well, Dave, it's kind of a twofold approach to this, this growth journey that I had. The first journey started right out of high school when I really wasn't sure what I wanted to be doing with my career at that mm. point. And if you look back to my high school yearbook, it would say that I was entering the workforce, which is exactly what I did. For whatever reason, I thought that I would like to detail cars. Ah. I, I knew that I always wanted to, uh, to go to college, but I wasn't ready yet. And I, I took a gap year before I ever heard the term gap sure. year. And <laughs> Through that job, I, I worked there for about 11 months and worked just long, 
exhausting days. And I realized that there was something, there's something more out there for me. Mm. And uh, I enrolled at Pitt at Greensburg and I started the bachelor's degree program for a management degree. Mm. And through that degree, I really learned a lot of time management skills that really helped to carry me forward mm. into my career now. But the job and all of the other circumstances that I was in during that growth journey and during that period is where I really saw significant personal growth. Around my 21st birthday, I decided that I wanted to go to Las Vegas with a couple of friends of mine. Oh, nice. <laughs> and when we were out in Las Vegas, I get this email from my dad that showed a picture of a truck and a trailer, and it needed to get to Florida <laughs> within the next week. And my dad's friend, who's a small business owner, he needed somebody to take this truck and this trailer to a delivery site so an installation could be completed. So what their business does, they create custom lighting solutions, street signs, site amenities, mailboxes, lampposts, you name it. And a lot of their business takes place in Florida. A lot of their customers are based in Florida. And what they do, because it, it made more sense to have somebody drive down and, and drop the trailer so that the installers could work out of it. And then I would fly back. Okay. Well, doing that one time, I was booked. <laughs> it was, I've been obsessed with anything with wheels since I've been a kid. And That's awesome. having a job where I can just get in a truck and drive for a thousand miles, yeah. that, that just appealed to me. What I didn't realize I was getting myself into was my own growth journey. Ah, interesting. I I really had to had a lot of responsibility at a young age, which I was I was worried about, and I think uh, my boss was also <laughs> worried about at the time. We kind of looked at each other right as he handed me the keys the first time, and <laughs> we're both just kind of like, "Are we doing this? Like, is this going to happen?" That's great, and. Uh, it it really it really worked out. I took a friend with me the first time, mm. and just to just to literally get my wheels, sure, and sure. Um, it it really it really helped to accelerate my growth because I had so much responsibility, mm. and I had to you know use effective time management. And I'm doing all of this while I'm in college, and yeah. you know it kind of set me apart because I had this unique job where. I had to have this conversation with my professors the you know the first week of class like hey I know this would sound crazy if I <laughs> approached you during the semester and asked to take an exam early but this is what I do for work and yeah. this is you know this is what I'm doing to to stay in school right now so well, that's so cool, though, that you were proactive about that, because, I mean, a lot of, you know, a lot of young people in, in, in college at that point probably wouldn't have the foresight to be able to go to their professors and say, hey, I need to you know, tell you about something here that, you know, is just in anticipation. I mean, that's, you know, that shows a lot of maturity as far as I'm concerned. I, I appreciate that. It was it was definitely weird, and I I got some some crazy reactions, but in the end, everybody was was cool with it, and I ended up taking exams. You know, sometimes a week early, and wow. it really uh, it was a challenge. I will say um, it was sure. not it was not easy, but um, I ended up graduating summa cum laude. Um, so awesome, man! I uh, actually that was mag magna cum laude, I think. But um, awesome. One of those lot yeah, graduated, graduated, graduated with <laughs> honors after you yeah, know finishing high awesome. school with a with a two point 
3.6 GPA. I finished college with a 3.6 because I, I gave awesome. it my all. And I, I really, yeah. I wanted to succeed. I wanted to be propelled forward to that, that career that I wanted. And my, yeah. uh, my last semester of school, I was talking with one of my favorite professors about, you know, what I was planning on doing next. And she mentioned mm-hmm. a company that uh, her husband worked for um, that was a, a retail graphics uh, print production company in mm. East Butler, PA, an area I was mm. not familiar with whatsoever. And <laughs> she told me a little bit about what they do and, you know, the kind of people that work there and the kind of, you know, mentality and attitude that you need to be successful. And she thought that I'd be a great fit. So I sent mm. my resume over and about a year after that, I started at IDL in mm. May of 2018. So that's cool. That's cool. Well, and then I know part of your journey that you had a turning point, I'll call it, in, you know, in your growth journey. Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. So, about 3 months into my career at IDL, I had received a a diagnosis of a stage 4 testicular cancer. Now, earlier in the year, mm-hmm. in January, I initially discovered something wasn't right, and I called my doctor immediately. Had to get over the fact that this is nothing to be embarrassed about. This is, this is my health. I need to do something about it. And the doctor really didn't think that there was anything wrong, but sent me away Mm. for testing. And then the next day I'm getting a phone call. You need to get in here and you need, you need to have surgery to remove this cancer. So I had the surgery and I was presented with two options. I could either start a chemotherapy regimen to eliminate mm-hmm. any potential cancer cells that were there, or I could mm-hmm. start what they call active surveillance, which is just close monitoring, you know, over, over time to make sure that, you know, levels stay the same and that no new growth or anything yeah. appears that, you know, could be troublesome. But if that were to happen, I'd have the same, same two options, okay. you know, to treat it going forward. So I, we believe that we caught it early enough where I was in the clear. And fortunately Mm. that wasn't the case. Yeah. I was in a very defining moment of my career when I, I got that call that, Hey, your test results came back and you know, the cancer has spread to your abdomen. It's spread to your lungs. So it really, uh, it really took me for a loop. And I I can remember taking that call and I was sitting at my desk and I was just frozen. I, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to feel. I was just so overwhelmed with the announcement of this, this news. And I really, so you were at work. I was at work. You were at work. Yep. Wow. Wow. And uh, yeah, that, that definitely, that definitely was a long ride home that day. Um, I was going to say, yeah, that's like a, that's a definition of a really sucky day at work. huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And man, from there, I began treatment of three cycles of chemotherapy and I completed that Mm. in December and I'm incredibly thankful to all of my, my coworkers who Mm. reached out during that time. And even though I wasn't there, they made me feel like I still was. And the power of the people in my life, the the friends and family that were motivating me to to get through Mm. this, just, you really can't there's no way to, to quantify that. It's just, it was such a blessing to have those people in right. my life at that time and to be 
at IDL at that point in my life and had mm-hmm. a great group of people surrounding me to, to get me through it. And, and then in December, yeah. when I finished my treatment, yeah. um, I was awaiting pathology results to let me know if the, the chemo had been successful or not. And um, there was a lot riding on this because yeah. the next set of options I had, if the mm. treatment didn't work, were not as favorable. Um, there was an option of mm. having a, a large abdominal surgery, a significant abdominal surgery that would re- remove all of my abdominal lymph nodes to, oh, wow. um, you know, remove any kind of, you know, chance of reoccurrence. Wow. And uh, unfortunately, my, my tumors mm-hmm. had shrunk they had shrunk a lot, but right outside the level that was an acceptable margin. Mm-hmm. And so it was not the news that I wanted oh, wow. to hear whatsoever. I was really looking for something positive and, you know, right. a milestone like that. And I got the exact opposite and mm-hmm. it was pretty devastating after mm-hmm. the fight that I had already been through that, you know, there was still another step in my journey. Sure. And through that, mm-hmm. I I had a huddle with my doctor and one of the head nurses, and they really just told me what what was going to happen and why I was going to be okay and I was going to get to the other side of things. And uh, that conversation, yeah. I feel like I just had it yesterday because it was so real. They just they gave me that push I needed to get through yeah. and to to look at this surgery as, sure. you know, a, a solution to a problem. And right, right. it really changed, it really changed my attitude going into it. I was terrified of the consequences mm. of having this done because all the side effects and all of the, the things that could go wrong. But I, mm-hmm. I knew that I, I had selected the best surgeon there was to, to do the surgery. I had all the nice. trust in the world in her and yeah. I'm here to talk about it today. So that's, that's amazing. Well, and it just really honestly goes to show you how powerful someone's words are on you and 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 how important that is. And I guess that kind of brings me to a question that comes to my mind, and that is, like, how did you get through that low point? Like, other than the doctor and the nurse's conversation, like, I, I got to believe that that wasn't like, you know, immediately a rocket ship to, you know, the promised land, so to speak. Right. But it, you know, it was it's still a part of the journey. And so, like, what got you through that part where, you know, you really weren't getting the news or you didn't get the news that you wanted to, to, to get? Well, it was devastating news and I knew that I needed to surround myself with people that wanted to see me succeed and wanted to see me get through this. And I realized how much power there is in surrounding yourself with those kind of people. And, you know, instead of, instead of isolating Mm. and, you know, woe is me, like this is, this is my, you know, my circumstances. I really tried to put my shoe, you know, put my foot in someone else's shoes and really tried to look at things from Mm -hmm. a different perspective and understand that this is Mm -hmm. hopefully a temporary journey. And then, you know, hopefully there is, there is a brighter side to this. And that really helped me to get through Mm -hmm. just that, that perspective of it can always be worse. And I, 
I really, yeah, I still yeah. maintain that that attitude. I, you know, once once you see the bottom, it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing to see sometimes, <laughs> and know that you never need to go back there again. It is, yeah. And what was the what was your self talk like through that? Because I, I'm starting to hear some of that self talk come out as you were just sharing about that that process. But what were some of the other things that you maybe said to yourself just in your mind, and you know during during some of those moments getting out of the valley, so to speak. I, I really tried to fight the fight for everybody that, that didn't win their uh, battle. Wow. And I really, I really understood that, you know, there, there are children that are going yeah. through the same kind of treatment. And really I wanted to be a role yeah. model for anybody that would ever go through something like this. Mm. And it really motivated me to keep a positive attitude mm. and to just really, um, you know, just appreciate the small oh, things and, um, you, you know, just, you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. And every day you open your eyes. Oh, a gift. Gosh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Every day is a gift. Wow. I, I love that. So I guess that actually kind of brings me to another question that now, well, first of all, take, take me through the rest of the journey. Like how did every, that, that surgery go and, and what was, you know, what was kind of that point where you knew, Hey, I've got this, I've got this, I got this thing, you know, tackled, so to speak. So, um, I had never been in an inpatient hospital stay ever before. And yeah. I was, I was nervous about that in itself. Sure. Um, but the surgery, um, it was supposed to be about a four hour surgery and it ended up being eight. Um, mm, they wow. actually found, they actually found that there was a, I believe it was a, uh, cancerous nodule around my abdominal aorta, which is a, not wow. a great place to have. And it had to be meticulously removed. And, yeah. um, I can remember my parents telling me after I was waking up how exhausted my surgeon looked, but she, she stayed wow. for every single question that they had. And mm. I I remember waking up and just thinking, I'm like, I, I don't know why I feel this way right now, but I feel like this was a success. And yeah. Yeah. I just, I just had a feeling that I had made the right choice. I was, you know, happy on pain medicine too, at that point. Sure. And, yeah. um, <laughs> and I, I just, <laughs> I really, at that time, I just, I really thought that, you know, I just made it through this. Like, I can't believe that somebody just spent eight hours operating on me and mm -hmm. I'm here, I'm here to talk about it. Like, and the compassion that the staff at that hospital showed me and yeah. the, the surgeon and everybody involved in my care was mm -hmm. just incredible. And yeah, everything leading amazing. up to that, the treatment at the, uh, the Arnold Palmer cancer pavilion, they just, I can't even explain Mm. what a difference they made in my journey. They yes. just, they were a group of special people. And, um, to this day, I still, I still keep in touch with just about everybody that was involved with my care. And That's I love great. seeing them and getting the opportunity to really thank them for, you know, mm. what they did for me on my journey and what they were able to do by, you know, surrounding me with really just love and, you know, they, they made it comfortable. They made things yeah. as comfortable as possible for me. And there's yeah. just, there's no way I can ever repay that other than trying to pay it forward for everybody else that I've, I've run into. 
Yeah, man, that's that's beautiful. Um, so, so you know, since that time, then, what impact did that have on not only you know just your personal growth story and your personal growth, but but just also your your professional growth? Like, what if there's anything that changed in your mindset, or maybe what are you doing differently now as as a result of that? You know, going through that. So. I realized that I needed to establish healthy boundaries. I, I realized uh, that I'm somebody that I give 110% whether I'm, I'm trying to or not. It's just, it's who I am. It's, it's just how mm-hmm. I, how I grew up always giving things 110%. Well, you, yeah. you can give 110%, but they're also, you also need to take care of yourself if you're going to do that. And you need to, yeah. you need to establish Maybe it's hours of the day that you, you know, you're going to give that 110%. And then you need to establish yeah. that time where this is time for rest. This is time to recover so that you're able to continue mm-hmm. to give that 110% whenever, you know, whenever you're asked to or whenever you need to. So yeah. establishing those yeah. those healthy boundaries of I'm not going to be answering emails at, you know, 1 a.m. anymore. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing my best to take care of things during, you know, normal working hours. And, you know, from there outside of that, you know, I'll, I'll deal with things as needed, but you need to make sure that you're not going to burn out. And Mm -hmm. that, that's something that as, you know, somebody who had just begun their career was really a possibility of happening and it had already started to happen. So mm, it was, yeah. it was really important for me when I returned to really take a step back and look at what, what things I really valued in my life and, you know, mm. what I could do to, you know, really just out of self-preservation, you know, yeah, create those, sure. create those boundaries and, you know, live them. And, you know, what I found is that there are, it'd be harder to find people that had a problem with that than people that, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that understood where I was coming from and why I, you know, I established those boundaries and that yeah, sure. it's helped so much in my career. Yeah. And you, you mentioned a word a moment ago, values. And I'm, I'm curious about what you discovered about your values beyond what you just shared. What, what are some other things that maybe you discovered about those values? So I, I realized that I, I really needed to focus on, you know, what was important to me in my life, mm. my family and my friends, yeah. my, and my health. Yeah. My health is something that I've, I've always struggled with, but never to the degree that I, I really could have imagined. Sure. And I realized that the more that I took care of myself, the more I was able to help others. Mm. And that, that is something that I had to learn. That is something that did not come naturally to me. Sure. I, I would give someone the shirt off my back before I would, you know, keep it for myself. Sure. I, I just, I can't, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to go back to the way things used to be. Yeah. And if you, you ran into me two years ago from, you know, from today, we'd be talking to a completely different person. See, that's amazing. And I'm, I'm proud of the person I have become through mm-hmm. the hardships because I, I think that if there was a time where I needed to help somebody through a similar situation, I have the tools in my toolbox to help them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think it's so important for leaders to recognize 
that health is something they should value because without that, they can't even do their, they can't do their job. They can't live their lives. And so it really is uh, currency of our business. Right. So I'm curious, well, how are you taking care of your health today? Like what are some of your things, your, your rituals or your routines that you're doing to take care of your health? So um, diet and exercise, it really, it really does a lot. I know it. <laughs> yeah. You probably heard that before, but right, um, just right. I really try to monitor my diet, you know, reading labels, yeah. um, sure. just really trying to drill down on things, less processed foods, you know, really try to eat more, more natural foods, you know, mm -hmm. make sure that, you know, I, I have it drank out of a plastic water bottle for about a year now. Um, sure. so it's, yeah. it's just little, little things that you really don't give a whole lot of thought about until mm -hmm. you really, you really want to preserve your health and, then yeah. you really start to do the research into things that, you know, could have a negative impact on your health, you know, if you do them long-term mm -hmm. and, um, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things that I change and I, I try to exercise as much as possible. Um, mm -hmm. I have a dog that thankfully loves to walk and will walk <laughs> until he collapses. So, um, <laughs> I mean, great. the two of us, whenever, whenever we need to clear our head, I mean, I'll walk, I'll walk him several miles and not even think about it. And that's great. Um, it's it's good for both of us. It keeps us uh, <laughs> keeps us humble, and you know, yeah, gives us something to look forward to as well. Yeah, man, I, I love that. I love that. Well, I know that one of the things that you are doing is you're continuing to get outside of your comfort zone and this this venue being one of those things that you're doing Absolutely. i know is getting you outside of your comfort zone Absolutely. which is so cool i mean and and i love that because i really believe that the 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 thing that we can do to help ourselves grow the most is to do those things that are uncomfortable and to do those things that get us outside of our comfort zone and 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 make us grow because it growing isn't isn't comfortable, right? right? It's it's tough. It's tough work, but it's so well worth it. And so I guess my, kind of turning the corner a little bit, what, what are you doing right now to continue that growth journey? What are you doing to grow, you know, whether it's professionally or personally right now, how, how are you uh, taking your next uh, steps in your growth journey? Well, including, including being a guest on your podcast of your, <laughs> your, uh, your guest list has been rather intimidating. I, I look at all their accomplishments and think, you know, what, why, why do I deserve to be on here? And I, I really, I try to reshape my thinking so that I'm, you know, whenever I am stepping outside of my comfort zone, I know mm -hmm. that something good is, is going to happen. And that's, yeah. that's what I've found time and time again, if I'm uncomfortable mm -hmm. about to do something, yeah. usually there's a good reason for why. And right I'm going to, I'm going to get through it. I'm going to power through it. And, you know, I'm going to mm -hmm. be better because of it. And, yeah. Um, I continually try to push myself, you know, through that, you know, that, that fear and the, the anxiety that used to hold me back. Now I, kn I know what the bottom looks like and I know I don't, I don't ever <laughs> want to go back there. So that, that really, that really motivates me every day to just keep pushing and to not, mm. not give up on myself or give up on others. And, um, you know, I just continue to surround myself with, with good people that want to see me succeed. And, I think that's one of the most valuable things that you could ever do, you know, yeah. professionally and personally. 
I, I really, I really love that you, you shared that because I think too often we don't recognize the, the value of the people that we have around us. Yeah. And quite frankly, that we place around us because we have a choice to whether we're around them or not. And so being very intentional with that, I think is, is really super important, especially for leaders and being intentional about who are going to be around and who are not going to be around. And um, I I think that that is something that is a lesson for all leaders, to be honest. And um, I'd love to, to hear, like, if you had advice for any other um, emerging and rising leaders who really want to aspire and grow and, and, and and grow their leadership um, journey, um, what, what would that be? What, like, what, what advice would you have for, for other emerging and rising leaders? So I think the most important thing that you could possibly do is keep an open mindset. You mm. have to have the ability to look at somebody else's perspective and try and understand things from a different point of view. And uh, yeah. from, from there, I think just the sky is truly the limit for what you can achieve. Mm-hmm there's not everybody thinks the same way that you do. And it's, it's so important to appreciate the things that bring us together instead of focusing on what, what things could drive us apart. And I've found so much value in, you know, just trying to understand how other, how other people work, how they think and, you know, what, what they do to succeed and just keep an open mind. And if you feel uncomfortable doing something, you're headed in the right direction. (laughs) And that's That's great. It's what I try. It's what I try. And I tell myself and I tell others all the time that you just, you have to push through it. And tomorrow's another day. If, if you're feeling overwhelmed, take, you know, start taking things one day at a time and not trying to do everything in in 24 hours, because that kind of mindset can, can really, can really burn you out quickly. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. And I think that there's uh, too many leaders who think that they can do everything. And when we try to do everything, we end up probably doing not much very well. And um, I I really appreciate that. And I I really appreciate too, uh, something that you said in in, in that response. And that is that you keeping an open mind, you, you appreciate others who don't think the way you do. And maybe, maybe don't even, you, you don't even agree on the same things. And, and it was interesting a couple of episodes ago, I had a business owner on and, and he talked about the same thing that, look, we don't have to agree to be friends and we don't have to agree to actually be colleagues. And, and I think that there's a, a level of, of healthy conflict and healthy appreciation for other people's view that help us to be able to accomplish what we want to accomplish. And, and by, by being in that kind of an environment and having an open mind, as you said, is really the way I think we can all grow. And so I, I really appreciate that you, you shared that Andy, that's, that's key. I think that's a, a, a great, uh, great advice. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So let's, if there is anything else that you would like to share with our listeners, like what are some, what are some learnings or, or just like final thoughts that you want to just share with the audience today, just to make this, this episode complete, what would those, what would those things be? Um, I would say never, never try and put a cap on your potential because you're never, 
you're not born with a, a set number of accomplishments in your yeah. lifetime and you are really in charge of your own destiny. Mm-hmm. And that I really never thought I'd be saying those kinds of things before, <laughs> but until I, until I've lived them and just really, you know, things had to change and things had to, you know, not go my way to, sure. to really, to really see the most important parts of life that I was, I was kind of missing out on before. And yeah. I just encourage everybody to just take a step outside of your comfort zone as, as hard as it can be. You just, mm-hmm. you have to do it if you want to see that personal growth. And yeah. I'm, I'm just extremely grateful that I've had the people in my life that have continued to push me and you being one of those people through the <laughs> emerging leaders program. I mean, you just, I'm continually trying to be a better myself tomorrow, you know, every day. So yeah, tomorrow's yeah. a new day. I try and learn every day. I try and learn from those around me and just really try to soak, soak everything in that you can and, you know, become a better person from it. And yeah, you know, I, I'd love that um, I get the chance to do that. And yeah. I'm in an organization that really, promotes that kind of thinking. So that's, Mm. that's really, uh, it's really valuable to me at this stage of my life. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that too, because um, I I think that that's easy for business owners and business leaders to, to miss that our people our our leaders really value when the company values that when that would, you know, we talked about values earlier and when a company values the growth of their people, because they recognize that that helps the company grow. And when our people are growing, then our company will be growing too. I, there's, there's a lot of, of, of organizations that don't quite get that yet. And so that's been my mission is to share that message, to share the message that when we invest in our people and when we give them opportunities to help our people grow, then we're going to, in in return, help our, our company grow and continue to play the infinite game, as, as Simon Sinek says. And so I'm super grateful that you shared that. And 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 and, and honestly, I didn't prompt you to say that. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, right, right? I'm I right, I'm right. He did not. He did not. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, Andy. Thank you so much for this conversation. Um, thank you for really just being so open about your growth journey and and sharing, you know, a part of your life that's that's you know somewhat private. I mean, you know, our health is is it can be private, and it can be scary to share some of those tough journeys. And so, I really appreciate that, and I really appreciate you just talking through that, even the low parts uh, of your journey, because I think it's really important for us as as leaders and and people who want to grow to understand that sometimes we have to see that low point in order to really enjoy the high point. It's that law of polarity. We don't know that there's a high point unless we see the low point. And so I think that's really important. So thank you. Thank you so much for, for being on today, Andy. Hey, well, thanks, Dave. I appreciate the opportunity. And if I help one person today with sharing my story, then it was all worth it. So right I just on, want to man. thank you again. Uh, it's my pleasure. Thanks again. Thanks, Dave. So one of the reasons why I bring conversations to you like this and and really enjoy having these conversations with people like Andy is because they are so inspiring. I I get inspired in my conversations with people like Andy and I, I, I 
am just so grateful that um, he was able to share his story. You know, a couple of things that I took away from his his story and and really this conversation. The, the first is that um, just his ability to look ahead and anticipate in the story that he talked about as he entered college and that first job, he knew he was going to be away from college. He couldn't attend classes and he may not be able to make um, tests uh, on the assigned time. And so he worked with his professors to be able to uh, take the, the, the exams early. Um, what an amazing um, look ahead and anticipate uh, moment. And, and, and I think that that is a behavior that uh, successful organizations instill in their people and in their culture. It's it's an amazing uh, behavior. And to see someone at that age exhibiting that behavior is really just remarkable. And I think the other thing that uh, I, I took away from this conversation is really just the, the power of people around you and the power of their words. You know, when Andy was talking about uh, his doctors and his nurses, just assuring him of this was the path that was going to be the best way for him. I, I think that really makes a huge difference who we have surrounding us and who we're listening to. So I, I just want to encourage you, make sure that the voices that you're listening to are voices that you, you believe in and are pa- positive influences for you. And I loved what uh, Andy said about appreciating the small things. And his attitude that every day is a gift. What a, a great way to look at things. I know that anytime someone has gone through what he's gone through and and the challenges that he's faced, those things really leap out at you and you really start to appreciate every day and you just have this gratitude for each day. And if you're only listening to this on the podcast, uh, you might want to go to the YouTube channel, um, my YouTube channel, uh, because when Andy talks about um, after his surgery and it looked like it was going to be, it was successful and he, he just knew that it was going to be successful, the change in his face was remarkable. You could really see him light up and he knew that he was on the other side. And I just, I love looking at and watching the, the facial expressions of people. And, and especially as they, as they speak about something that is really very personal and, and very emotional. That, that was really something that I, I picked up on as well. Two more things I just want to bring out that I think are important in this conversation. First and foremost, for many of you who know me, I really am um, an advocate of health, physical health, mental and emotional health. And I, I think uh, what, what Andy said about the more I take care of myself, the more I can take care of others. I'm just, I, I had to look at my notes to make sure that I got his quote right. But the more I take care of myself, the more I can take care of others. And you know, I think that we forget that if we're not healthy, if we're not taking care of our physical body, if we're not taking care of our mental health, if we're not setting boundaries like he talked about, then we won't be good for anyone else. We won't be able to lead the way we want to lead. And so I think that's a big takeaway from this conversation that I want to encourage you to make sure that you're taking care of your of your health. And the last thing that I'll say is just to notice when you get outside of your comfort zone, 
notice what's happening. And I would just ask you, what are you noticing? What are you noticing when you get outside of your comfort zone? Notice what happens in your body. Notice your self-talk. And um, Andy talked about some of the things that he was noticing when he got outside of his comfort zone. And I really, um, I thought just occurred to me too, really the last thing I think that um, he said was, the, the low points really help us to appreciate the high points and, and that law of polarity, this, the fact that as leaders, as, as people in business, we're gonna go through low points, but those low points will help us appreciate the high points. And I just, I think that this conversation has so many great takeaways. I'm super proud uh, that, that Andy came on and he got outside of his comfort zone in this episode. And I really am appreciative of uh, him sharing his journey as well. And since Andy did talk about the emerging leader inner circle, I do want to just mention again here at the end that if you have an interest in coming to the Emerging Leader Inner Circle Summit that is coming up in, in December here in Pittsburgh, um, it's, it's going to be an amazing event. I, again, we don't have the date firmed up yet, but pretty soon we will. But if you want to get on the wait list, if you want to make sure that you are notified um, right after our members are, um, just go to davidmcglennon.com forward slash E-L-I-C summit, all one word, and you'll be added to the wait list and you'll be first notified just after our Emerging Leader members are. So, um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Please go out and subscribe to the podcast if you're not subscribed already. If this is the first time you're listening in, thank you. Please subscribe and uh, give us a, a rating. Let us know what you thought of this episode, what you think of the podcast. I've got some really great guests coming up. As a matter of fact, the next episode, I'm going to be talking with a friend of mine, Erin Hallecky. She's an author of a really great book called Your Emergency Break. And she talks about making time and taking time out and pulling your own emergency break. We'll get into that next time. So thanks for tuning in today and keep staying in that growth space. And until next time, be well.